Hello, and welcome to The Artist Pivot, a weekly conversation with artists about their current pivot, past pivots, and every pivot in between. I am your host, Ayana Major Bay, an actress who wants to educate, empower, and celebrate artists so they have no option but to thrive. On this episode, I am joined by Megan Colleen Johnson. She is a life coach, creative consultant, space holder, and speaker who helps passionate humans as they rise as the leader of their own life. With a focus on self-trust, wholeness, and sovereign reclamation, Megan coaches humans who are ready to discover their magic, stand in their power, and reclaim their dreams. Megan is a trained life coach with Beautiful You Coaching Academy, holds her degree in graphic design, hosts her podcast titled The Reclamation Podcast, and has over eight years of creative marketing experience. We discuss the many pivots she has made, how staying in your magic is the only way to live, and how to start handing back the story others have given you about your life, or even the ones you're making up yourself. Here's our conversation. All right. So, y'all, I'm delighted to say that joining me today is Miss Megan Colleen. Hi, Megan. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing good. And as I asked you that question, I'm like, wait, how are you doing? It's such a loaded question these days. So like, I'm gonna get more specific and ask you like, how's your soul feeling today? And like, what are your hydration levels like? Yes, I love that. So my soul is feeling good today. I had a really delicious call with my own life coach. I'm in a group program with her right now. So that was last night. I feel like I was just simmering on all the goodness and my hydration levels are great. I've got some water here. I've got some tea here. I've already had a cup of coffee this morning. So feeling good, feeling good. Good. I love it. I love it. Yes. Um, and I got my my big old 32 ounce water bottle right next to me. So nice. You know, trying to stay trying to stay with this hydration because that's what that's what I can do right now. <laughs> totally. Yes. yes. Especially yes, in a, in the the season of life that we're all in right now. Hydration is so important. So important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It really, really is. Yes. And I'm I'm delighted to have you and, and have this conversation because I just want to know, like, your path. So when we've been talking, you know, prior to, to recording, you have done a lot of pivoting in your mm-hmm. life. Yes. And I'm, you know what? Yeah, let's start with that. I was going to say, let's start with what you're doing right now. But actually, no, let's start at the beginning. <laughs> I want to hear your many pivots. And I know they actually start with photography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no stranger to pivoting. That's for sure. Um So yeah, I started with photography and I actually started that in high school. So growing up, I I was actually homeschooled in a very small town. um, And I think that was actually a huge catalyst for my creativity as a person. I just like grew up in the woods and just did whatever I wanted. Um, I mean, I did school too, but like during my free time, I had a lot of space to run around and just kind of be creative and use what was around me to do creative things. So I started with photography, shooting some friends, senior photos, um, got some actual training during an internship um, in high school, which was really cool. Um, Then started shooting weddings. And that was actually what led me into going to school for graphic design. Um, So I you know, did the kind of the photography thing that helped to pay my way through school along with some scholarships, which I was really grateful for. Um, And I knew that as I was doing photography, running my business, learning how to run a business, 
a big part of that was also branding. And I knew that that was something I felt I couldn't teach myself. Um, Photography, I learned a lot on my own along with some mentors, but I felt like I wanted to go to school for design. So I, I went to school for design and got my degree, learned a lot about design and marketing, and then spent a few years kind of doing freelance work in design, doing some agency work in design um, and marketing, like different different pieces. I feel like when you're in design, you end up doing a lot of marketing, creative marketing pieces. Um, and then along with the freelancing, that, that played a big part. Um, so then I started a marketing agency hmm. and had a business partnership that didn't go so well after a while. And then I pivoted from that because it was kind of a big awakening for me at that point in time of who I wanted to be and how I wanted to show up in the world. Um, and that's when I pivoted to what I do now, which is life coaching. So I've, I've done, I've, I've bounced around a little bit, but I feel like it's all played such a big part in, in who I am and like the creative person that I am. And I think that that's really hard for a lot of creatives to own are many faceted parts of ourselves um, mm-hmm. and to own them as strengths, not like weaknesses. That was something I had to work through being able to be like, okay, I, I tried this thing. This didn't work out quite right or how I was hoping it would, but now I can also pull from all of those things as a life coach. And I do a lot of consulting as well. So, Right. Right. And thank you for that. Thank you. And so as you were talking, I was thinking, oh yeah, like what you just said, all of this life experience that you had is now informing your life coaching mm-hmm. and, you know, helping um, creatives and and others, you know, realize their strengths, that all of these pivots that they are either voluntarily or involuntarily making are mm-hmm. strengths and yeah. we can see them as such. And so was there ever a time that you, when you were pivoting that, oh, you know, I guess that self-doubt came in of like, well, I said I was going to do one thing and now I'm doing something else, but mm-hmm. am I am I failing? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I think every single time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think, um, I mean, I w- when I shifted from photography into graphic design, I didn't feel that quite as much because I was, I was so young and um, it felt kind of like a natural progression. You go to college, you learn a new skill and you start to kind of do that a little bit more. Um, but still there was a lot for me. I felt like there were like the stereotypes of being flaky or being, um, just kind of aloof, I guess that's not quite the word, what I mean, but, mm-hmm. um, I, th- I feel like that, that flaky vibe is really yeah. what I, I attached to. And it might've been a story that I created for myself, but we do see that happen, um, out in the world where people, if they don't stick to one thing, which are, that's what we're trained to do. We're trained to, you know, go to school, get the job. um, And then maybe you have a midlife crisis and you change. But other than that, you stick to one thing. And if you don't, you're thought of as, you know, maybe not the most stable person. And so for me, it was like every time I pivoted, every time I learned something about myself um, and noticed that I wanted to shift, I had to move through that in, in a lot of big ways. There was a lot of fear too, and just learning to hand back those stories of others. And I think that's where the life coaching has been so supportive for me as a person. And also as I help other artists and other creatives and um, just people 
who are trying to run their own business, especially like there's so many stories you have to hand back mm-hmm. when you put your voice out into the world. When you're like, I am going to do this thing, even if people don't understand me, I'm going to do this thing because it's a passion of mine, because I believe deeply in it, because I believe in myself enough to do it. And there's a lot of fear around that for, you know, I think all artists, um, we, we have that, but we also like, are we're it's worth it enough that we're going to do it anyways, which I think is really interesting about creatives mm-hmm. and artists is it's like, so it's so much of a part of our soul that we're like, I have to do it anyways. And then we get to move through those like growth periods as well. That right. was a very roundabout way of answering right. your question. No, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful. There were so many, <laughs> I was like taking notes. There's so many like points that I want to go off of as you answered that question. And it's, it's, it's such a thing of like when you said handing back the stories. I've never heard it mm-hmm. in that sense, but that's that is a gorgeous phrase of like, okay, I have to hand back either that story that you've put on me or hand yeah. back that story that I made up. I'm handing it back to whoever is it's no longer in my head, it's no longer in my hand or in my heart. And I'm gonna yeah. go do the thing that I want to do, no matter if you understand it or or you don't understand it. Either way, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. just handing back the story that was that was beautiful and i think that is something that all artists right now are you know we we are we struggle with it before the pandemic but now in the pandemic we this whole pivot of not having our industry you know open yeah is not something we chose so the story we're telling ourselves is like okay well i didn't choose this Mm-hmm. But then what's the what's the other story we want to make up? What's the what's the ending of the story that we want to have when we come out of the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. And I think we're trying to figure that out. Totally. And I think that's when I know you and I have talked about this previous, previously as well, is I think that's also the beautiful thing about creatives is even when something like this pandemic has happened, something beautiful I think about that is artists and creatives, we're creative problem solvers. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Whether we realize it or not, we are so resilient. Um, and of course, this feels incredibly hard. And it honestly requires a lot of grieving and giving ourselves permission to grieve what is not, like it may never quite look the same, at least not for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. And yet, what can we do next? Like what, how can we utilize our artistic abilities to cultivate something new and maybe even better than what we've done in the past? And I think that's the part about pivoting that can be so beautiful for artists. Again, like how can we change that thought process of I'm flaky Mm -hmm. or I'm, you know, whatever (laughs) into Mm -hmm. a strength of actually, I just know how to take the circumstances of my life and make it into something even better. And like, I think that's just a really beautiful thing, even though it's also very difficult. And I don't, I don't want to um, diminish that because it is. It's such a very difficult thing that we've gone through. It's so hard and there's money involved. And whenever there's money involved and like, like financial stability, like mm-hmm. that's hard. That's scary. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to, there's like a holding space for handing back of the stories and being like, I am going to show up and I am going to do this. And also recognizing I actually also need to, to make money. So to a certain degree, I need people to understand me so they will pay me. Um, 
And I think, again, that's where our creative problem solving can come into into play. And I think there's also so much of a, speaking of like the different stigmas or the stories, um, I feel like there's a lot of stigma around holding, being able to like hold different jobs as artists. Sometimes, you know, there's that like starving artists mentality, which I think. Yes, has, which I hate. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's, it's over to a certain degree. Like, I feel like we're moving past that a lot as a culture. Mm-hmm. And I think there's also a space where we can still give ourselves permission to hold different roles. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Like, even the fact now, like I do life coaching and I also do creative consulting, pulling in some other skill sets that I have a lot of years of experience in. And it's okay that I hold multiple roles. And we see that more and more now where people, they're, you know, podcasters and speakers and, um, you know, actors or actresses, like kind of like using you as an example, like you do a lot of things and have your hand in a lot of things. And that's the beauty of being a creative too, is we can use those different skills to, again, make that money that we need while also you know, putting our magic out into the world that like mm-hmm. is our core soul mission to be here. Right, 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 right. Yes. And that's beautiful. I love that, like putting your magic out into the world. And that is that is what we do. Like I actually have a quote up on my wall that says, you know, life is tricky. Stay in your magic. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's that staying in our magic. And I think in this time, finding it, it or finding it if you lost it or reigniting it or going, oh, that was there the whole time. Now mm-hmm. let me live in it. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so I know that we discussed like you, your business actually pivoting pivoted prior to COVID from Mm -hmm. a marketing, more marketing, you know, and branding based into life coaching. So you made the pivot before the pandemic even happened. But when, you know, 20, the year that was 2020 happened, was there anything that you personally had to pivot with or even in the business? Like I said, it was, you pivoted prior to COVID, but was there a point in 2020 that you were like, huh, well, Maybe I need to pivot or think about this in a different way. Or do I need to rebrand this business? Or wait a minute, is there something that I need to be doing? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, 2020 was a wild year. Um, And I think what you just said too about like coming back to our magic, that's so huge. And like coming back to that like core essence of who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, Because yeah, 2020 for me, I think for a lot of people, but, but I'll speak from my experience was, I feel like I lost myself a lot because there were so many voices. There was so much confusion. There was so much, so many emotions and just heightened experiences and processing all of that was, was impossible in one year. Like we're going to be processing everything that has happened over this past, you know, year, almost year and a half. Like we're getting to a year and a half now Mm -hmm. we're going to be processing it for a long time. Yeah. Um, and for me, I did. I I lost my voice multiple times throughout 2020, um, testing out different messaging, testing out different. I, I switched my website three times in 2020. Oh, wow. Like that's, that was a little bit maybe stupid, maybe not the wisest decision. Again, like, you know, I'm just going to own it and say I learned a lot through that experience. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but there were just so many things happening and I needed to try and also figure out just like 
many other people out there, I needed to figure out how can I get the clients that I need to sustain myself? And also how can I make space for myself to hear myself? Um, and to process because it was also for me personally, it was difficult pivoting just before the pandemic because I had not yet established who I was in my new field. And so entering into 2020 with all that has happened, um, it was not an easy year to be repositioning myself and my new brand. Um, And I think that that was really just a, a great experience for me again, to utilize my past skill sets to, to ground myself, to Mm -hmm. figure out other ways to make the money that I needed to learn how to just to support my people. So the clients that I had learning how to support them well through all of it. Um, there was just a lot in 2020. And I think that my answer here is going to be all over the place because 2020 was very all over the place for me. Um, Mm -hmm as I think for a lot of people it was. It was a lot of just figuring things out on the fly. So I'm excited for what's to come to maybe be a little bit more stable um, because, yeah, there was a lot, lots and lots happening. Yes, yes, a lot, a lot was happening in 2020. So I think you and and myself included and most people were like, well, we're going to build this plane as it flies. (laughs) Yes. Type of situation. <laughs> oh my gosh. I really love that picture because that's exactly what it felt like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, building the plane while it flies. Yes. Yes. And you're like, well, I hope I got all the parts at least mm-hmm. to, to build it as it flies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know? that's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> it is. It is. It's such a representation of, of life. You're just like, okay, well, let's go keep moving. So I guess I got to. <laughs> I got to figure it out and build it as as I go. Mm-hmm. And that brings me to a question. Because you are a life coach and, you know, you work with a lot of creatives and are a creative yourself, what advice would you give to other artists in terms of, like, thinking about their mindset in in returning to whatever industry they may be in, you know, once we do come back to some semblance of normalcy, because I don't think Mm -hmm. it'll ever be the way it was. I think we will definitely progress and get back to some type of normal, whatever it may be. But once Mm -hmm. we get back to that, is there any, or are there any words or, you know, insights you may have as a life coach to say, okay, here's how maybe you as creatives can think about re-entering the industry and being in this mindset or in this energy to re-enter? That's a good question. So what comes to mind, and I feel like this is just because we're already talking about it, it makes a lot of sense, is I think there's just that beautiful statement of handing back the stories. Um especially in a year where everyone's experience was, we had a lot of collective experiences and we also had a lot of individual experiences. And there's so many stories coming from everyone. Everyone Mm -hmm. has their own perception of what happened and what is happening. Everyone has their own um, opinions. We're seeing so many polarized opinions and Mm -hmm. beliefs. Um, And I think for artists and for creatives who are preparing to 
enter back or just even now, just continue handing back the stories and coming home to yourself, coming home to your magic, whether that's ensuring you spend some time, you know, journaling, remembering who you are, finding those sparks that really Mm -hmm. light you up and doing more of that. Because I think that can also help us in that process of handing back the stories. Cause we can be like, Oh, I remember who I am because this part of me lights up when I do it. Mm. I remember my voice and I can go back to that space. Um, But yeah, I think that that's one of the biggest things that I would recommend and that I personally am working to do on an ongoing basis as well as just handing back, noticing the stories, first of all, like noticing what feels sticky, Mm -hmm. noticing what feels frustrating, noticing what feels angering. Um, I think that those symptoms often reveal to us where there may be stories or where there may be like spaces where boundaries need to be set, whether it's energetic boundaries or, you know, actually having a conversation. Um, Because boundaries really just allow us to kind of create that container for ourselves um, so that we can, you know, live in, we can take up all of our rightful space and other people can take up all of their rightful space, but not, not more and not less. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How does that, how does that land? That's, that's perfect. That is, that is the answer to the question of like, take that, I mean, even that last sentence that you said, take up your space. Like, Mm -hmm. as right now, whatever, you know, you may be doing as an artist or creative. And then when you plan to return to the industry, if you do, because I know I have some friends who are like, you know what, this was a sign. I think I'm I'm done. I don't even want to perform anymore or I don't want to pursue this anymore. I'm going to go pursue something else that lights up my soul. Yeah. Which I think is great. And then those who are returning, it's like, when you when we do return, like take up your space. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. and don't apologize for it. Don't take up yeah. any more or any less. Take up your space. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. That's that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And I'd also like to ask you, like, what are you currently working on and that like brings you life and brings you joy? And like how can people connect with you? Yeah. What am I currently working on? So Something that I've found really beautiful throughout this time and something that I'm seeking to cultivate more of is just downtime, reading, um, I'm picking up some different creative projects again that don't make money just for mm-hmm. fun. Um, mm-hmm. Like weaving is something I picked up a couple years ago and then just never really did it again. So I'm, I'm working on that. Um, then on in the, like, I guess the, the business world of things, you know, just ongoing projects, working with my one-on-one clients. This spring has been really fun. I've been working on a lot more consulting work for people who are, you know, working on their goals for 2021, which is really fun. Um, so that's just fun to like see those different pieces come to life and to, to have structure around that for folks. Um, and then how do people connect with me? That, that was the other question, correct? Correct. Yeah. 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 So how do people connect with me? So you can connect with me um, on Instagram at Megs Colleen, M-E-G-S-C-O-L-L-E-E-N. Um, and then my website is also MegsColleen.com. Pretty much anywhere I'm Megs Colleen. So I'm pretty pretty accessible from that one handle. I was lucky to to snag that across the board. Um, and that's how that's the easiest way to connect with me. Yeah. 
Yes. Great. Well, don't worry, everybody. I will put that in the show notes um, in case you didn't catch it. So it'll all be there. Um, But yeah, Megan, as we wrap up, I'm just kind of thinking of the points like, you know, the hit list from from our conversation is like, honey, stay in your magic. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Take up your space. Yes. And just, you know, enjoy. I think that's it. We have to find... Find find and keep your inner joy and your inner peace no matter what is going on around you. Yeah, yeah. And play. Mm-hmm. Play. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We can forget to play sometimes, and, and especially when life is so heavy. Play, hydrate, bringing it back to that hydration. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Find the good. Be yourself. Discover who you are. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. Oh, but Megan, before I let you go, there is something that I must say to you. And that is that I acknowledge you. I celebrate you and I uplift you. Mm, That's so beautiful. So beautiful. I want to echo that back to you. Hold on. I've got my morning. Hold on. Let me take a sip of my tea. Okay. (laughs) So I want to repeat that back to you. I acknowledge you. I celebrate you. And then what was that last one? I uplift you. I uplift you. Mm, Yes, those are so good. Sending that back your way. And I accept. I accept it. Thank you so much. Yes. Mm. Yay. Oh, thank you for joining me. Megan, thank you so much for sharing. Give yourself permission to hold different roles. It's okay. Megan, that was beautiful. A question that was brought up during our conversation that I want you to ponder is, how can you use your artistic abilities to cultivate something new or even better? Thank you again, Megan, and thank you for tuning in. I'll speak to you soon. Mm